Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Uh, welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller, and I am joined by Eric Ryder. Hey, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Are you having a Valentine hangover? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All that love, it just, you know, it's exhausting. Yes. Sure, sure. Um, so, and hey. Lots of sweets, too. Uh, lots of sweets. Yeah. Like the sugar gets in your system, and it's... Literal sugar in this case, because we had a cake. Uh, you brought me a piece of cheesecake. I did. <laughs> and I got some uh, uh, chocolates for the girlfriend, which she kindly shared one or two of. Nice. And <laughs> so, you know, that's a lot. It It is kind of a lot. It was like Christmas or something. Uh, yeah. Well, and then the best time to shop if you are somebody that is a candy person. So the best time to shop is like the next day because everything sure. is like reduced. Heart-shaped stuff is uh, suddenly <laughs> right. 60% off. Right. Well, and what's interesting in, in my case, um, I don't really Tree celebrate- Tree-shaped stuff is 75% Well, yeah, off. right? So go for that. Get the and, Christmas stuff. Uh, well, now. and pumpkin-shaped stuff. Or, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're practically giving it away. If it's still good. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It might be. Some of it. Check your expiration dates, folks. This is today's PSA. Um, well, in Valentine's Day for me, our oldest daughter, uh, she was born on Valentine's Day. Uh, I tried to wait. She was born uh, at like 11 o'clock at night, um, and I just couldn't wait any longer. And so <laughs> she hates the fact that her birthday is on Valentine's Day. Mm. So I tried. But anyway, so hey, if you haven't figured out yet, what the show is about, just from our little opening here. Uh, it is about hard-hitting news. It is about what's going on in the world. No, I'm kidding. It is not about any of those things. It is about two people having conversation about random stuff, because random stuff uh, is really how we fill most of our days. And That's true. Right? And I never met a tangent that I didn't want to follow. I mean, it might be the ADHD, but I also like to think it's a choice. It's like choose your own adventure, this show. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. That's right. Right? It's like in the moment. Anyway, uh, so hey, we hope that you enjoy what you are hearing. And if you're like, they're ridiculous, I could fall asleep to them every night. Guess what? We can offer you that service. You can go and find past episodes of Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to and find your podcasts. So, uh you could also subscribe, and then it would just come right to your inbox. So you're welcome in advance for that. Consider it a late Valentine gift from us to you. If you would like to connect with us, you can do that. You can text or call 475-999-2726 or 475-999-BRA6. There you go. Yeah, and just because Valentine's Day I, was this week, I thought I'd include some lingerie in the phone number. you, <laughs> you sassy minx. <laughs> okay, um, so... Because the other stuff. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking at some of these other versions, and yeah, and if I tried to make it Valentine's Day, it would be maybe a little torrid. Now, I have a question, and this is like a real question. Sure. Does chocolate bind you up? I don't mean you specifically. I, I think I mean, it does the other thing. It does? Yeah, it does the opposite. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I uh, I was talking with somebody. Like, I know that coffee is, like, the great clearer router. Um, and uh, cheese on the opposite side, like, cheese notoriously can bind you up. And so I was chatting with a friend, and we were talking about chocolate. And I was like... I've been eating a lot of chocolate lately. And so then we, of course, got into a conversation about, like, which is it? Is it this or the other? I think, you know, it also depends on, like, the degree of how dark it is. You know, the more cacao that's in it, the more papao that's in your uh, digestive system. And there goes the papati. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you know. I like the dark chocolate, not so much that I have to run out of the room after right. eating a piece, but, you know. Interesting. See, again, this, folks, is what we call edutainment. This is entertaining education. You're welcome. I, how many times am I going to say you're welcome on this episode? Um, so today, as we do every week, we are going to talk about some of the ridiculous high holidays that are out there. Now. I will tell you that there was not a lot to choose from this week. That's shocking. I know. Because normally, you know, we have to maybe mention two, but there's a list of like 50 others. But you're saying in this case. I I am saying. Few to choose from. I mean, I suppose I could talk about Fat Thursday, which. Now, is this uh, connected to Mardi Gras? Because I know it's Mardi Gras around this time. As well. Well, and that's usually like Fat Tuesday. Right. So I've never heard of Fat Thursday. Well, may- <laughs> I mean, this, I, this I've been personal. fat on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so every Thursday is Fat Thursday for me. I, you know, Maybe I should have researched this a little bit more. Like the one that I chose to talk about is uh, the one that is uh, do a grouch a favor day. And... You know, I don't know. That took me back to, like, you and I both have a mutual love and affection for Sesame Street. You're thinking of Oscar the Grouch. Yes, of course. Famously the Muppet that lived in a trash can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I get it. Like, his life is sort of trash. Like, um, and it just seemed like a a weird, like, kind of a fun um, holiday to mention. And, you know, you mentioned Fat Thursday, uh, and I just, I had to look it up. And I guess this is a Polish holiday um, that they celebrate before Ash Wednesday in Poland. It looks good as because they, they show a bunch of delectable treats um, that Polish people have for Fat Thursday. And no wonder it's called Fat Thursday if they're eating all these, like, Polish donuts, it looks like. Right? Um, yeah. So it looks pretty cool. I mean, and that's the thing. It's not that, like— you know, for all of our listeners out there that celebrate it. Like, yes, absolutely. But the do a grouch a favor thing, I kind of liked this because, you know, we are airing on um, in the afternoon 
And by this time in the day, like your work day has maybe gotten long or maybe kids are starting to come home from school or whatever it is. And the point of this particular holiday is to do a grouch a favor, like turn their mood around. So I don't know that like. Turn your mood around. Nice. Um, got to hear percussion. No, different song. <laughs> I know, but we did a, we did a, a mashup. A medley. Yeah, that one. Um, so I just kind of like the the idea of like turning the mood around, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think it would work for Oscar the Grouch. I think he really likes to be in that place. But for somebody who's feeling a little grouchy, like maybe they didn't get a Valentine or maybe they had a rough day. Maybe they just need a Polish donut. I mean, honestly, like who doesn't need a Polish donut? Um so anyway, so that one seemed like the one that I was going to talk about today. And look at that. We ended up talking about two different ones anyway. Uh, there is a birthday today. And this one sort of made me laugh. Um, happy birthday to Ice-T. Not the beverage. The rapper turned actor. Now, uh, Eric and I were talking a, a little bit before we went on about Ice-T. And like growing up, I listened to hip hop music. And so like I... You know, Ice-T, the rapper. I'm 53, almost 53. I'm aging myself. Um, and so he's part of the generation of hip-hop that I listen to and rap. Um, however, we were marveling at his longevity that he's uh, had on, uh, what you call Law it? and Order. On Law and Special Order. Special Victims Unit. Yeah, he's been on. Well, we have to just marvel at the longevity of Law and Order, first of all. Because... Well, uh, <laughs> Law and Order, you know, uh, uh, initially, uh, when that was in the 90s, I believe, and, and Special Victims Unit is a spinoff, but that's been on since 2000, so 23 years of Law and Order, SVU, and Ice-T's been on 509 episodes. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. it, um, I mean, at this point, it's like... He's been, I mean, I don't know how old he is. Does it say how old he is? Uh, I wonder if he's reached that halfway mark where. Like, born in 58. Okay. So he has not been on the show longer or like for like, I've been married now officially longer than the halfway of my life is my point. So like I was wondering, you know, like, okay, how long was he rapper versus how long was he what was his name? Finn on the show? Yes. Uh, Sergeant Finn or Detective Finn Tutulo. Do you watch that show? No. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? No. I mean, I've I've seen it like in the background, you know, because right. it's been on so long. You you can't well, help gung, to gung. have bumped into it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's iconic. But I know lots of people love it. I I didn't ever watch it with any regularity, but I definitely have seen an episode or two. There it is. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, Ice-T. I hope Coco's good to you, his wife. So this is the time in our program where we talk about regrets from uh, the previous week. So one could argue that we owe our listeners an apology for the entire last week's episode. <laughs> Perhaps on the Wheel O Topics, trying to write a song was not one of my more stellar ideas. Well, you know, I, I think it was fascinating to hear the creative process. <laughs> my creative process? <laughs> 
our creative process yeah. as we tried to collaborate on a song. We did not accomplish the goal within the 18 minutes or so that we had to talk about it. And so, you know, it's it's still a work in progress. But at some point, maybe we will have a Muppet-inspired hip-hop jingle that's, uh, you know, showing Valentine's Day love to our phone number and our listeners. Right now, we haven't quite got there, but someday no. we may accomplish this goal. I, I yeah, yeah, it was... Uh... It was a lot to expect. Uh, it was fun, and I had to chuckle because I'm like, my idea of being creative is like clearly relying on that ADHD, like a thousand tabs open at once brain where I'm like, yeah, we're going to do a little of this and a little of that. And like you actually write and perform and like no music. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Um. So it was different. And I thought of you this week, uh, I think on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, on the Kelly Clarkson show, she does her karaoke, like she sings a song by someone and she covers it. And she sang a song by the Pixies. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't expect uh, Kelly Clarkson to even know who the Pixies were, but that's that's cool. I know you're a big fan, and I was like, oh, my gosh, uh, he is going to be, I knew you would be surprised. That Kelly Clarkson, she knows stuff. But, like, you know, they, they, they tend to pop up in, you know, very interesting places, you know. Uh, I remember making a video way back in high school days and putting Where Is My Mind um, for the, the credits for the rap, uh, the closing song for my little video yeah. that we made. This was a church project. <laughs> but then, like, I've noticed a few movies have actually included the Pixies, Where Is My Mind? So I was a trendsetter, even though nobody saw this video. Look at you! <laughs> Aren't you something? But, yeah, but, I mean, it just goes to show that they do pop up, you know, places that people I mean, may not expect. People, people know the Pixies, so I'll have to figure out what song it is. I'm, like, scrolling through to see if I can find it, and it's not that easy to find it that quickly. But uh, she's got a good voice and a big range, and she picks random songs um, all the time. And so th I thought that was kind of fun. I was like, oh, look at, look at thanks to the uh, playlist that we created on Spotify. I think it was Stamped Show. <laughs> Guess what? She did Where Is My Mind. See? You looked it up. Fantastic. Yeah, so there you go. Well, it is interesting that I'm seeing some of these pop people covering bands that I like a lot, and it's always surprising to me because their music doesn't normally reflect uh, the alternative taste <laughs> that I'm that I'm interested in. Uh, like Harry Styles, uh, it's doing a Wet Leg cover now, really? which I, I I find fascinating um, because I mean he's kind of a, a pop guy. And uh, they won uh, Best Alternative Album, um, and they were nominated for Best New Artist, too. But they're quite different. And so, yeah. But he, I got to admit, he does a good version. He did a really good version of Peter Gabriel's song. Sledgehammer. Yes. Yeah, I and saw that, too. it's really good. Yeah, good for him. Well, and I feel like it, it's, I don't know if this is a proper barometer or not, but it feels like, you know, like Kelly Clarkson, like if you have a good voice, you have a good voice. Sure. And so she seems to have and and this thing that she does on her show, I don't 
ever watched the show, but um, I it's clearly on my feed right now because Pink, who I love, was on her show and did a bunch of songs, and so I had watched them. So now, of course, I'm getting notifications about who's been on her show. Um, but she's been doing this thing with her with her show where she covers a whole range of songs, and it really shows the depth and breadth of her vocal abilities and her talent. And I feel like Harry Styles is that way. Like there's a few musicians out there that you really come to appreciate their talent, especially when they do a genre that is not their own. Kind of cool. So this week's topic is kind of going to be perfect for us to talk about because tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn, I am headed to Chicago for a long weekend. And uh, last week for our topic, we, uh, we picked Window or Isle, which obviously that's a, a very short random topic. But it basically it's about travel hacks and sort of preferences when you're traveling. I love it. Right? So, uh, so I figure um, it's not too late. Maybe I'll get some tips and some hacks from you. And maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but I, keep- I got a great tip. Stop by Dingfelder's. Get yourself a sandwich. And then when you're at the airport going, eh, none of this stuff really appeals to me. You're all set. You are <laughs> you are a smart man. And right. later on in the show, we'll talk to Vance and we'll see if he's got any additional uh, hacks and ticks or trips. <laughs> Perfect. You never Tricks. know. All Let's just it. go to break because I need <laughs> I need a sip of tea. <laughs> Clearly. We'll be right back with Don't Ask Me to Talk. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. I am one of your hosts, Stacey Heller. I'm joined, of course, by Eric. That's right. And I'm slightly more caffeinated now, so hopefully less tongue-tied. <laughs> I, I I love it. I'm I'm normally the one that's like, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, this time it's you. So, hey, I am... Uh, Leaving on an airplane tomorrow, as I said, going to Chicago, which I think the weather is supposed to be really, really chilly. Um, and I'm going. I mean, for... it is February, so. Well, and it's in Chicago. And yes. So there's that. Uh, but I'm kind of excited. I haven't been to Chicago in a really, really long time. I've and... never been to Chicago, <gasps> but I do like their cuisine. Yes. Apparently, it's known for uh, steak. I mean, it makes sense. It's not on a coast, so it's not going to be seafood. Um, hmm. but I didn't, I don't know. I'm, I haven't heard that about the steak, but of course the pizza is dish. world famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the hot dogs are very famous. The sausage, very famous. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they got a lot going on. They totally do. And, uh, it's fun because I'm going for a wedding and decided, um, not to go with my husband, uh, a couple that used to live uh, here in Seattle, they moved there, and their daughter's getting married. And so a few couples 
were invited. And so I'm going with a friend whose husband couldn't go. So the two of us were like, great, let's go together. So it's kind of more fun because we're like, we'll do a little spa stuff. We'll do a little, uh, like, we'll go to the art museum. We'll go to the wedding. It'll be great. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, uh, so when we were booking our trip together, uh, I think this is a little bit what inspired this particular topic, you know, so that we could sit in the same general area. I was like, okay, window or aisle? And she was like, oh, window. And so I'm like, people have very definite uh, preferences. I mean, nobody likes the middle. Like, right. I think it's a universal thing. It's like nobody, everybody wants a booth at a restaurant, right? Um, are you window or are you aisle? Uh, you know, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Short flight, I, I like a window. Uh, longer flight, I like an aisle. And it's just because the longer flight, I'm going to have to get up and go to the bathroom at some point. And that, excuse me, let me get past you right. thing. I hate that <laughs> so much. Um, so the the aisle is, is better for that. Uh, but, you know, if it's a short flight and I don't think like I'm going to have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> go to the go to the bathroom um then i like to, uh, to look out the window and you know and see you know around here you know you, you see mount rainier right when you're coming <laughs> pretty much and going. where you're yeah and so that's fantastic i love that so it's very cool now yeah. um do you sleep on a flight or are you not a sleeper i can't sleep on a flight i would love to because i'd love to make use of that time um, but, uh, yeah, I've never been able to fall asleep anywhere except for in bed. <laughs> yeah, I can sleep. I could probably put my head down right here right now and take a nap and it would be fine. And actually like white noise of stuff going on around me, that puts me to sleep even more. Um, so I, I prefer generally a window because the other thing is since I am going to fall asleep, I can lean against the, uh, window. And um, and it's cold. <laughs> it's typically it's a little cold, and I always get really uh, warm on a plane. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, I can like put my coat on, and I like I take out my little wet wipes, and I'm like wiping down the window area so that there's not a lot of germs and whatever. That's um, a good idea, right? Uh, so there's another hack. Uh, and I actually learned that one pre-pandemic. I have a friend whose son is deathly allergic to nuts, and so. You know, from the time that he was an infant, she always brought disinfecting wipes and she would clean off the um, headrest and she would clean off the tray and the window and all those things um, because they were still giving out peanuts on planes at the time. And mm-hmm. um, and so I've been like, oh, right, that's a good idea. And so I always have my little pack of wipes. Um, and then when you're on the plane... Do you so you don't sleep? Do you watch movies or do you do work or read? I typically watch movies. Yeah, I mean if that's available, like a long flight, you know, there's nothing better than uh, you know binging on a TV show actually, which is great nowadays. You know, I remember the old days where they would show we're going to show one movie <laughs> and it's going to be on a screen three rows ahead of you. Right. You know, back in the old days before you had the on-demand stuff. Um, now, on-demand entertainment on uh, on flights is great, you know. There's lots of stuff with a good chance to check out stuff that you may not have access to at home or totally. movies that you 
probably would have passed up just because you're like, eh, I don't know if I want to pay for that or whatever. Right. And it's a great time to it, check stuff out. It totally is. I will say sometimes you watch something and it's like awkward where you're like, oh, oh, I didn't know this was going to be here. And like, you know, you start watching something and, you know, there's a lot going on. I'm also a total rubbernecker where I will watch like what other people and I'm like, what are they watching? Like, what's that? <laughs> and, you know, and then I get curious. And then I also uh, I think it's I don't know if it's Delta or Alaska. One of them has like the ability to like you can play games and trivia and stuff. And I love playing the trivia. I'm like, oh. And, you know, it's like you can play against other people on the plane, and I'm like, let's go. The competitive side comes out. I, I tell you what I love is when you're headed to a foreign country and there's programming that uh, will get you in the mood for that country. Totally. <laughs> I, I love that, you know, catch some, you know, English uh, films or something headed to London or an Irish movie, you know, headed to Dublin or you know, um, listen to uh, some Icelandic music on the flight to Reykjavik. It just kind of gets you psyched up for uh, when you. you arrive. Yeah, that that that's great that we've got that ability now. Like I said, back in the old days, uh, oh, you, yeah. you just didn't have that. So Well, and like so much has changed about travel and there's all different kinds of hacks. So... So do you have any other favorite travel hacks to share, whether it be on the plane or driving or any any other mode of transportation (laughs) (laughs) there's so many different things that i have like learned i'm not even going to focus on the stuff that we had to do when our kids were little and we were traveling um i mean you can bribe people around you and like give them candy and be like hey my kid's gonna cry all those kinds of things these days it comes down to the comfort thing yeah and it's hard to be comfortable on the plane. I mean, seats have gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. Leg room has gotten less. We're lucky in that we're not the tallest of people. <laughs> yes. I think we we're both under six feet. Uh, but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like five, five. Okay. If I if I stand up like really tall, <laughs> I'm uh, five, seven. So yeah. I think uh, w- that's one place where we've lucked out. Typically, I feel like life is uh, weighted towards the taller folks in the world. But when it comes to plane travel, being uh, below six feet is the way to be. It's kind of the way <laughs> to <you> be. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's like learning some of these things about like, you know, okay, the emergency exit row. Right. And, you know, it's kind of like there's more room. And so that's a good thing. Uh, but, you know, you also have to like really scope out the plane. So I have learned to sort of pay attention to the various airlines and how they have things set up. So when I'm picking my seat, when I'm planning travel, I'm like, is there a television on the seat like in front of me? Do I not have like, you know, if you sit right at the front where, um, you know, you don't have a chair that's in front of you, like that's great. You have lots of foot room. But you don't have something that you can, like, watch. Then you have a handheld thing that you need to do. And, like, there's all these different There's trade-offs. There's totally trade-offs. And, you know, and so that is for sure a tricky thing. I have learned to appreciate um, those packable, uh, like, puffy coats and stuff that you can use as a pillow and you can use it as a jacket if you get cold because temperatures fluctuate so much on a plane. And the blankets, even though they're in the plastic bag, 
Like, I feel like somebody just, like, passed a wand over it and then, like, put it in a bag and was like, we'll call it good. I think they have to clean those. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they probably do, but still. Um, I also, when I fly Delta, not sponsored, by the way, uh, I always take the earphones because I find with, I have an Apple iPhone, and so I can use the little dongle thing, and I can use those headphones. And so I'm like, actually, these are kind of good. And... Hmm. You know, like they're decent and they're compatible. Now, I bought noise canceling, over the ear noise canceling headphones. And I got to say, that was one of the best travel purchases I ever made. It's so much more enjoyable to watch content on a plane or listen to podcasts or music if you have that noise canceling, because then you don't have to crank up your headphones to a million to, to hear over all the noise and you feel less fatigued afterwards. So highly recommend noise canceling headphones for travel and especially the over ear because uh, in ear stuff can get it can be comfortable for a while. But when you're talking about having headphones on for Eight hours right. over the year is way more comfortable. I know, but then, like, if I fall asleep to the side, then that's, like, a little tricky. Well, they're they're padded. Yeah. So you've got a, a little cushion. It's almost like a built-in pillow. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I did try, uh, when we went to uh, Europe a few months ago, I bought this thing that's called, like, I think it's called, like, the turtle. And the side of it is, like, it's a piece of metal that, and it's kind of shaped in a convex way, and it's covered in fleece, and then you can kind of wrap it around you like it's a turtleneck, and it's meant to, like, you can then put your head down like you're napping, except that I put it on, and my husband started laughing. He's like, you look like you have, like, a toothache, like the cartoon version <laughs> of, like, the person with the toothache or yeah. whatever, but it kind of worked. I mean, you look ridiculous. And I know that there's things like those foot hammocks that people have. Yeah, I'm not sure I would get much use out of that. That seems like more hassle than it's worth. But, you know, there's all kinds of little tricks like that to to be comfortable. I think it's important to be comfortable, especially if it's an international flight. You know, I looked up travel hacks on the web, <laughs> and I found this article from bagsaway.com. That's got some good tips that it's called uh, 30 Travel Hacks That Actually Work in 2022. Now, it's 2023, but assuming these hacks are still useful, and we're not going to be able to get through these, all 30 of these, but um, let's just maybe yes or no. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. And I have one, and I'm curious to see uh, if the one that I have is on this list. So let's go. So buy a set of luggage scales. Now, that's my hack. Yeah, these are small little portable scales that hook onto your luggage so you can kind of have an estimate of how heavy it is because there's baggage fees now. Yes. Now, I tend to not overpack, so it's negligible whether I would need this, but I know a lot of people do come back with a lot more luggage <laughs> and a lot more luggage weight than they expect. So, you can avoid those extra fees with the luggage scales it's awesome it's just like a little hook and you basically like hold it up and it tells you and you know bring it with you because if you are traveling for leisure my other hack i'm just gonna tell you now it was this and pack some kind of a foldable duffel of sorts and then that's always a good idea right and then if you buy stuff for people or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you've got a bag within your bag and 
And you don't have to buy luggage at the airport. <laughs> Which is the worst. And, you know, and so then you can check and see what it is because there's nothing worse than those people in line that are over the limit and they're like having right. to take stuff off and shove it into their carry-on luggage. Yeah. So pack an extra bag and those little <clears throat> scales are worth it and bring them with you folks on the trip. Uh, use packing cubes. I could see how this could be very useful to organize within a bag. I've never done it myself, but uh, it looks handy. Bring a change of clothes in your carry-on. I think this is a great idea as someone who's had their luggage misplaced by the airline before mm-hmm. and neglected to bring a change of clothes. I got to tell you, it took two days to get my clothes back, and I was so exhausted from jet lag that I couldn't make it out to the shops in Europe before they closed. So I had to like, I felt gross for like three days. Right. Totally. (laughs) You know, so it's always a good idea to bring a change of clothes, especially underwear and socks and stuff. Well, and especially if you're going abroad anywhere. Yes. Like if you're going far away where to your point, you're, you know, you're not going to be familiar. You're not going to have access to something right away. Then Absolutely. But I agree with you. Oh, I yeah. hand wash those skivvies, but still, oh my gosh. if there's nothing like, you know, the machine wash for sure. Of course. Um, so there's uh, use luggage storage companies, a, a good thing if you're if you've got a layover somewhere um, or you have to wait uh, before your hotel's available. That's uh, something you can do. Drop it off with the concierge. That's, well, if you have a concierge, but if you're staying like in an Airbnb or something like that. That's true. Good point. Uh, there are services out there. Get a travel credit card, I guess, if you're trying to save points and get free travel. Or crew That's a miles, handy thing. Yeah. Sign up to house it and save on accommodation costs. I, I haven't thought of this, but yeah, that oh. seems like a, a good idea. That's uh, very the vacation or the, no, the holiday. Things could go wrong, so do plenty of research yeah, uh, before sure. you do that. Yeah. Travel during the shoulder season. Uh, that makes sense because you still have some nice weather, but the costs are much less. Mm-hmm. Um, some travel hacks for kids and parents. Bring a busy bag for your kid. Uh, sometimes traveling overnight is better because the kids will sleep. Mm-hmm. Download uh, plenty of TV and movies offline for their devices. Well, use a pacifier to help sorriers <laughs> during flights. Uh-huh. Uh, keep a copy of essential documents with you. I think this is a great idea. My sister had her passport stolen in Europe once and it caused her a whole lot of trouble. It would have been very helpful if she had a copy um, with her. For sure. Of course, you want to book things in advance. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, Having offline maps for you, your Google or your maps. I'm downloading those ahead of time. So if you're in a place without coverage, you've got that. And that would have saved me a lot of (laughs) hassle in the past before I had coverage over in Europe. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, that's such a nice thing that's changed. Like, you know, back when Pete and I went to Europe on our honeymoon and like, you know, we didn't know where we were going. And you're like relying on, you know, like the old travel books or the mm-hmm. old travel maps. And it's like nothing screams tourist. But if you're looking at your phone, so is everybody else. For so it's, sure. it's not a dead giveaway. No. So let's say use some compression bags to fit more in your luggage. So that's like the packing cubes. Yeah. I use those going to Europe and and it was helpful. And it also kept things fairly organized, especially to your point if you're coming back with things that you're going to need to like launder and whatever, instead of throwing all your clean stuff in with your dirty stuff, you can 
pack up your laundry in a separate cube, and that's kind of nice. Here's one I didn't even know existed, but this is very cool. Google apparently has a translate feature with their camera, so you can translate uh, like road signs Science? and stuff. <gasps> yeah, I that's amazing. I didn't know that existed, but I, I will be. use that on the Amazing Race. I will be making use of that. <laughs> wow. Next time I'm in a, a country that doesn't things printed in English. That's um, cool. Of course, you want to travel with a portable charger. Everything's so dependent now on your, oh, your yeah. phone and your laptop working. Here's another one. I already mentioned this, but a good pair of noise-canceling headphones. Very handy. Sign up for flight alerts. That's fantastic because I had a, a text from uh, an airline telling me um, in advance of the people making the announcements at the mm -hmm. airport that a flight was delayed. Or, or the gates changed. Yeah, or, or a gate has changed. Um, or, you know, I'm waiting to get food and it turns out that delay is suddenly shorter than it was right. <laughs> before. And let's see, bring a refillable water bottle. I think that's a good idea. You save a lot of money on uh, water at the airport. And now they have things that you fill up that are specifically for water bottles. Yeah, it's exactly. so nice. And it's good to hydrate. And, of course, download all your boarding passes offline. You can do all that stuff before you get to the airport. You're going to move through a lot faster. So those are some handy tips. There's more on this article. It's bagsaway.com. So check it out. 30 travel hacks that actually work. So yeah, I think these are these are good tips. Well, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and hey, by the way, when you're going through TSA, if you're wearing tie shoes, untie them while you're online. Like, obviously walk carefully, but like, be prepared, people. Come on. This is the one thing I haven't cracked exactly um, with travel is the shoe thing, because Part of me wants to wear like flip-flops through the line so I can get my shoes on and off fast going through the security line. But the other part of me wants me to wear the biggest, bulkiest shoes that I'm going to be taking with me because then they're not taking up space in the bag. So it's a it's a trade-off. you got to find out what's more important to you. It It's totally a trade-off. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's the whole aisle versus window. There's trade-offs. <laughs> of course. And you know what? It's also important is talking to our friend Vance. Yeah, we're going to do that next. All right, I would travel around the world and back to have some of his food. Awesome. All right, we'll be right back. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, J.D.K. Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Don't ask me to talk. 
Welcome back to the show. It is that time. That's right. It's the time where we talk to the Lord of the Sandwich, the Duke of the Deli, the King of the Kanish. That's right, Mr. Vance Dingfelder from Dingfelder's Delicatessen and Nerdish Nourish Catering. Sir, how are you? Nerdish. Nerdish. <laughs> Service you know, there. Sorry. Say, I have to say, that's okay. Listen. So, you know, maybe nerdish is a thing. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Well, maybe we do we do nerdish catering for for, you know, for people that want to be nerds. I love it. In fact, in fact, cater nerds, your next D&D event nerds are with cool. nerdish catering. Hey, haven't you heard nerds are cool? Absolutely. I mean, they're probably going to be your boss. That's what they used to say. You know, I think it's that we were talking earlier in the show that even though Valentine's Day was a couple days ago, I'm like, the two of us are having a little bit of a hangover, and I think it's getting over all of the sugar that coursed through our bodies um, (laughs) from, you know, like the various sweets that we got to experience and try. How was Valentine's Day for Dinkfelders? You talked about the cherry cheesecake uh, a couple weeks ago, and you talked about the Linzer cookies, so... Well, we called the Linzer cookies the Linzer heart, okay, because they're a heart-shaped Linzer. And they're flying. They're flying off the shelf. In fact, the Linzer cookie, from the first day we put it out, has become, we're selling them out. And that's, you know, we're trying to keep up. You know, you make 24, you make 36. It's wild how popular they became so quickly. So Linzer hearts, I love that name. And also... um, what else was the red and whites? We and we've done oh, yeah. those every year, right? And the red and whites are cute, and people love them. They, you know, they they're just an easy thing. Okay, the cherry cheesecake. The cherry cheesecake it's looks like better than New York New York cheesecake, drenched in cherries. Okay, it's food it's porn. Like... You just sent me a picture of it, and it's like. <laughs> I've said it to you before, and I will say it again. I'm okay, showing Eric people, the picture. A lot of people have made a comment on that picture. I'm just going to say, okay, just drenched. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love cherry cheesecake. It's always been my favorite. Um, you know, a strawberry is great too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's the, probably the, the strawberry is the most popular of flavored. But, you know, I, I told you before, I, I, I was going to have a cheesecake business at one point. Right. So I've made a lot of different flavored cheesecakes. And, you know, while a, a, a chocolate, a mocha cheesecake is really good, right, covered in chocolate ganache, and, and a chocolate mandarin cheesecake is where, you know, I've I, I made a lot of different ones, okay? My personal fave has always been the cherry. Okay, I just really like the flavor of the cherries. I like cherry pie, right? Yeah. And you know, and if they're done right, and you use tart cherries, and it's got a little almond, and you're gonna, you're, I gotta tell you, you are gonna love it because you like something, and I'm not even gonna bring it up in your cheesecake that mine doesn't have, uh-huh. but the cherries do. Oh. So, so I really think that the combination of the cherries with the cheesecake is going to take it over the top for you, Stace. 
honestly. All right. Now, are you gonna are you gonna keep it around even though Valentine's Day has passed? So, so you know that question came up. It's, it's a, you know, we've been, we've been selling the cheesecake since since Sunday, and people are like, "Are you gonna keep it? You're gonna keep it?" So, what I think what we're gonna do is, yes, we are gonna keep it. Yes. However, rather than keep cherry cheesecake in the case, we can add cherries to the cheesecake. Oh, okay. Right. Right. And and, and we're gonna put. Uh, cherry cheesecake in the case, in addition to strawberry cheesecake in the case, but a small one. Like if you wanted to buy one for, you know, four to six people, right, a, a small cake. That's pretty much four of our pieces right? As, as a cake that you can buy, right, to take. We'll keep that in the case. And if you order a piece of cherry cheesecake or blueberry cheesecake, which is also a really good one that I like, or pineapple cheesecake, or strawberry cheesecake. Right. We'll we'll keep those as a four piece in the case. But if you want a single piece, we'll make that to order. Just scoop the topping on top of it. Love it. Mm-hmm. And that allows us to, for a few reasons, it allows us to go through our cheesecake, right? To keep, right. Keep the flow of the rotation. And we're not going to lose any of the cherry cheesecake except for maybe the four pieces. If that doesn't sell, you know, we'd have to then throw that away. And if that happens too often, well, we wouldn't throw it away. People would take it home or we would donate it to somebody. Um, we don't throw food away. That's the thing. We give it away. We we feed people. That's what we do, you know. And, um, well, that's, not, that is you know, your love language. I mean – for as long as I've known you, like, and the whole reason uh, that you, uh, you know, everything that you do, it's like with love, right? So the food is made with love because, you know, that's the connection. And even Nourish Catering, uh, your catering business, like you talk about how it's like nourishing everybody. And, Correct. You know, play on words like everybody and also like everybody. And yes, with like healthy, delicious food. But more importantly, it's food with love. It doesn't matter what the occasion is. Like even if you're doing a funeral, like it's comfort food. Like there's a feeling of love and you can genuinely taste the love in your food. Oh, thank you so much. You know, we actually we talk about that. We talk about it consciously. Consciously putting that into what we do because we are nourishing the community. We are nourishing people. And and that's really been since the beginning, right? And the beginning was Nourish Catering. We started as Nourish Catering, and that was 10 years ago. And Nourish Catering is, as I'm happy to say, alive and well. It's thriving again. Um, and made it through COVID because we did not do catering right. for, for a long time. And, you know, the phones are ringing. People are calling us to do, you know, graduation parties. Or It's amazing how June is starting to fill up with graduation parties, yeah. which, is, which is such a good sign that people are coming out of what we were. And I did graduation parties last year, just a couple. Right. Okay. But, you know, in the last week, we've had five inquiries for graduation parties. Wow. And, you know, now the month of June is booking, right? So 
And that's an indicator because June is a busy month because of graduations. So, you know, while we have weddings in August and bar and bar mitzvahs throughout the year, the fact that people are calling about graduations and, um, you know, we're doing more work downtown with corporations, people are starting to get back and things are changing a little bit. The word's getting you know? out. Well, that's <laughs> kind of nice, actually. It's great. I mean, you know, like at the end of the day, you're a small business that is trying to not just uh, like survive. You want to thrive. Right. And, you know, well, that's the whole I mean, the idea is, you know, to sort of build a legacy for your family. Absolutely. I mean, that's really where you're at. You know, um, well, and you're continuing a legacy for your family. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of cool. Frankly, I love I love our community and the, the where we're where we're located and being a part of Temple to Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been there for 30 years. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. That's it's how long crazy. Pete and I have been married. Well, I came here and, you know, when I came to Seattle, you know, the only thing that, I, you know, I pretty much would go to synagogue on Yom Kippur. You know, so that's where I wound up. I landed there on Yom Kippur in 1992. I came in October. It was like two weeks later was Yom Kippur, and I went. And that's where where I got married. That's where my kids were raised. And to this day, I'm still a part of that community as well as, you know, I love being a part of the Capitol Hill community as well. Yep. It's, um, you know, you have a very diverse uh populace. And I enjoy that, right? I, I really appreciate the diversity, uh, whether it's somebody that's unfortunately homeless or it's somebody that uh, is doing very well, right? That is, it has status within the community. I mean, we cover all the bases. Uh, some good things that are happening um, in Dink Childers is that uh, we're taking on deliveries. It's going to happen pretty soon. I'm going to say by next week Ooh. to the east side. To the east side. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Eric, you know what that means. We can have <laughs> stuff delivered here. Yes, that's correct. To Bellevue and to Mercer Island. Oh, my gosh. It's Grubhub. I, I've negotiated terms with Grubhub. Oh. And they don't typically do this, okay? But because, you know, they keep why I have no idea, and it's been a conversation that I've been having with them for a long time, but they they keep us uh, the the market our market is separated. Seattle and the East Side are separate. They are two separate markets. Okay. And while you can get sometimes a delivery to Bellevue, it's not always. So what I what they're doing is um, they're they're looking into um, the nine eight zero zero six and West. Interesting. So that's pretty much that goes out to you know Lake Mont. And back, right? And then north to like 520 and south. South to, they go to Renton from Seattle. Anyway, the exciting piece is, yes, we'll be able to deliver to the east side soon. And I'm so excited about that. I feel like you need to set up like, you need to fashion like a little, um, 
like stand, like a la Lucy in Peanuts, that has like <laughs> yes. a, a you've said that already Dingfelder's outpost and right. Dingfelder's outpost that where where you know you meet them and people just come there and pick it up at a certain time, right? And it's like okay, by the way, like here here it is. I'm telling well, that, you, that, like that that worked during COVID when it was really and we were in lockdown, but once people started to get out and they, they, you know, I don't know how popular that is any longer. I know Amazon Fresh is doing it to certain places. Right. But I don't know if anybody else is. And another thing is that um, Grubhub is kind of like part of Amazon. So yeah, people, well. people with Amazon Prime, I think, get free delivery. I mean, like honestly, that. like, I feel like eventually we're all going to be part of Amazon Prime. Um, but that's a whole separate thing. Um, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. I'll be your tribute. There we go. Perfect. Well, um, I, I love chatting with you. I love to hear that people really, uh, really are supporting and loving the food so much, especially Valentine's day. You have just the right tone of like tired in your voice that's like we were busy and it was crazy and um and you know I just I want you to know like I can't tell we you. appreciate I can't you tell you how much fun um, it has been a lot getting customers back in um, and people are like you know it's just it's, it's there's an energy inside and a vibe that you can only be have gratitude for it's just special. And to see it and feel it is kind of cool. And uh, I can't thank everyone enough for how they supported us through COVID. Because, you know, it wasn't an easy route at all. But we're here, and God willing, we're going to stay here. I love it. Well, I mean, <laughs> with that, like, I'd like to make some jokey thing. But, I mean, there's nothing jokey yeah, to say. Ed, what are you going to say? <laughs> I mean. Come on already. Eric, where you been? Just He's... hanging out? I'm just enjoying listening to you guys talk about food as usual. We can talk Stacy and I? Oh yeah, yeah. Forget about, about it. Anything. Forget about it. Don't ask us about? to talk about Dingfelders. So oh, there man, you go. We could go on and on and on. Exactly. So all of you that like hearing us wax poetic about uh Dingfelders delicatessen, you can you too can go there. It's very simple. Uh, it's in Capitol Hill, and you can go online and see what they have. Uh, go to dingfelders.com, and you can also go to Nourish Catering. And if you have some event, whether it be a a funeral or a graduation party or a wedding or an engagement party or a work function. Or hey, a 50th birthday party. Or a 50th birthday party <laughs> that's three years too late. party, and you want to have the champagne bar, you know? I mean, they will do it, and uh, they will cater and nourish everybody. So thank you, Vance. Stacy. I can't thank you enough. I love you. Eric, God bless. You take care of yourself, my friend. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. I'm so excited about Happy the Grubhub thing. That's very cool. Right? Yes. Awesome. Well, let's find out what we're talking about next week on the show. Let's do it. This is another one where I'm not sure how we're going to fill a whole show with this, but pancakes or waffles? Oh, which is the better vessel for syrup? Yeah. Yeah. Waffles, done. 
All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the amount of, like, syrup that seeps into a pancake, and it's about breakfast food in general. Okay. Good. I think we'll as be long as there's it. sub sub uh, <laughs> sub topic, yes, there, yes, of course. I think Come we'll on. be all right. I think we'll we'll manage. We always do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. 